0: Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. Today I want to talk to you about seasons. There's a quote by Albert Camus that says, in the midst of winter, I found there was within me an invincible summer, and that makes me happy. For it says that no matter how hard the world pushes against me, within me, there's something stronger, something better, pushing right back. And in another quote by him, it says something, it's uh, it's not says something, but it's truncated into, in the midst of winter, I finally learned that there was in me an invincible summer. And when I first read that quote, I thought, how beautiful, right? He's saying within him, within his darkness, within the pain, within the numbness. When I think about winter, I think about cold, frozen, tundra, nothing growing, nothing moving. Uh, Everything's cold and and solid and hard. Uh, You could even say... Uh, miserable right if you're out in the winter if you're out in the cold Um, and for him to say within that is an invincible summer and the image that comes to mind with that is that of a roach or cockroach or there are these animals there's these different animals that they freeze over in the winter and then when the summer hits and the ice melts and they fall out they come back to life and they start scurrying around <laughs> as if nothing happened it's almost like a, a polar bear right in a cave hibernating like within that darkness and that cold is his warm body and he's he's hibernating he's still alive he may look dead or like nothing's happening but in a few months you will see that he was just resting, recovering, recuperating. He was saving his energy to explode out of the cave and continue living. And I bring that up because sometimes we are in a winter, right? We have an inner winter that's taking place, even though it might be June. Because right now it's June, right? Right now we're in June. Today is, uh, I think, June uh, 13th. Summer's approaching. And it looks like, it seems like, we should all just be on the beach, barbecuing, surfing, swimming, having a grand old time, hooking up summer romances, summer reads, just kind of kicking back, relaxing, letting our hair down, getting a tan. All these things, you know, summer parties, rooftop parties, all these things we associate with going on vacation, right? And that's the image that we're sold. Although inside we could have this inner winter, this inner tundra of cold and darkness. And a lot of us, you know, we don't know. We don't know that's what's happening. It's, and it's important to know that it's happening because if you don't know that it's happening, it could make the pain and despair feel that much intense. That much more intense. The darker your, the colder and darker your winter is, your inner winter. Then the more painful and despairing. Watching other people's summer, be, being in the midst of an external summer. It's almost like uh, I think about uh, a, a man who is out in the cold. During the winter, while he's looking uh, through the window of a home, of a family, eating dinner, laughing, right? Clanking glasses, celebrating life, hugging, embracing, sharing, communing, singing. And he's out there in the cold. That makes his situation, his circumstance feel that much more despairing, that much more lonely. So be aware that sometimes the, the pain that we're feeling, the despair we're feeling, has partly to do with the contrast of what we're seeing and what we're witnessing. If you don't know that you're experiencing an, an inner winter and inner, not enter. It sounds like I'm saying enter and inner, winter. Uh, you may notice that you're experiencing lack of clarity and motivation. right? You just don't want to do the things that you used to do. Maybe you're not going to the gym. Uh, you may feel notice that you feel disconnected from your purpose and, and it's challenging to really care about things that you know are important to you, to care about your family your friends, visiting people, going to work, brushing your teeth, right? Tying your shoelaces. There have been days where I didn't even, I was like, why tie my shoelaces? Why floss? Why iron my clothes? I would go to meetings and walk around town with wrinkly clothes. Sometimes I would wear the same thing for like a week just felt so disconnected you also may notice that you feel extra tired and you have low stamina right we're now even engaging in um you know physical activity or sexual activities those have little to no interest to you, you may find it challenging to just even sit and focus whether it's watching a movie listening to a song paying attention in the conversation fidgety these are signs of a inner winter you know especially if you're feeling like a strong pull to retreat hibernate like that bear we talked about and then you're just like giving up any expectations and pressure that you've you've been putting on yourself, kind of just throwing your hands up in the air like, whatever happens, happens. That can be an inner winter. So it's important to know what season you're in, not what season the world is in or your environment is in. Because it can be exhausting trying to, match our insides with the outsides especially if we're not aware that we're doing it right it's one thing if you okay if you're intentional like okay you know I'm walking into a meeting I got to close this deal I got to bring my energy level up all right that's intentional you're aware you are conscious of what you're doing you've made a decision uh, that's one thing versus subconsciously you're reacting to the circumstance and then coming home be like, why am I so exhausted? Why do I feel tired? If you're asking yourself why a lot, then that means that you went into a thing without strong intention. You weren't aware of what you were doing. You were operating uh, subconsciously. But if you say, you know what, I'm going to bring the energy up to match this external energy, then boom, that's beautiful. Now you're aware that you're doing it. It'll still be exhausting for you, but then you're not asking yourself why. Then you're not beating yourself up over why your energy feels that much more drained, why you feel that much more exhausted. If you're a person experiencing an inner winter, even though, you know, we're in June, where the sun is out. Well, I'm in San Diego and uh sun has not been out. It's kind of been June gloom around here. Actually, it's almost rained every night, which I've been loving because you know, it, it's, let me tell you, this sweater weather is everything to your boy Leo Flowers. I'm here for it year-round. Uh, maybe not year-round. That's not true. Uh, but for right now, I'm <laughs> uh, definitely in the sweater weather realm. So what do we do when we're in this space of an inner winter? What does it mean? How do we respond so that we're not reacting? So that, it, it doesn't make us think that we're cr- crazier than we are, that we need more help than we need. The number one thing, obviously, is to rest. It's a sign. That when we're going through an inner winter, you know, that's it's when we got to be like a bear. And I know a lot of us are working a lot, we're hustling. Maybe you got two jobs, taking care of the family, and you're like, rest? When can I rest? wherever you can. It doesn't have to be a day or 10 hours, even if it's five minutes, even if it's you drive home from work and then before you walk in the house, you take a few minutes in the car to close your eyes and reconnect to yourself and do that before you go into work and do it again at lunchtime before you eat. Rest on the weekends when you can. You know, uh, we like to fill our weekends with so many things because we think that's what we're supposed to do. But we we could block off time to, to just be instead of in the mode of doing. We can be in the mode of being. We can also, you know, just indulge. Allow yourself to indulge in some laziness. Now, lazy doesn't mean that we just lay on a couch all day. Because I don't know about you. If I lay on a couch all day, I feel worse about myself. I, I think the key to being lazy is to allow yourself to explore without expectations or goals or intention. You may hear a dog in the background <laughs> barking. I don't know what Mila is barking at, but she she's... She's having an experience right now. So we naturally, as human beings, as a species, we're wanderers. And a lot of times if you're a a person who likes to be in control and you like to know how things are going to start, the beginning, middle, and end of everything, like you need it all mapped out, then what happens is over time that becomes exhausting to have to know wanting to know, trying to learn and figure it out. We have to make space to just explore and see what happens. Just get in your car and start driving. See where you end up. Maybe you just go to the gas station and fill up the tank. But just go. Explore. Wander. We are naturally and innately wanderers. We're not really decision makers. There's a book called The Social Animal and in that book, he states that we give meaning to things after we've taken action, right? Like we, yeah, we might have a reason beforehand or an idea or whatever, but a lot of things we just give logic to after. I mean, that's really how philosophy works. It's they taking something that's happened and then they philosophize as to why it happened but if if it was absolutely true then we wouldn't have so many different schools of philosophy and uh, there wouldn't be so much contradiction like if this was the absolute reason why if a is the reason why b happens you know then it would be indisputable we'd see it consistently over time But we don't. And so allow yourself to just go, to just see, to just wander, to just peruse. Go to a grocery store. Go to a a farmer's market. Go go to the movie theater and without even looking at the times. Just go see if you just happen to stumble into the theater at a time a movie that you'd want to see is starting. And see what seats you get. So much of our life is planned. there's not a lot of room for just randomness, for exploration. So we have to create that. We can also, if we're experiencing that inner winter, reconnect with ourselves, right? Just I mean, there are they, moments where I just lay on the floor with one hand on my heart, another on my belly. And I just reconnect with myself. Notice if there are any shoulds that are coming up. Are you shoulding yourself? Like, I should do this. I should do that. See what happens if you let those shoulds go. See what happens if maybe you let someone else handle it. You know what I've been practicing recently is... uh, letting other people find their own answers. It's so much fun because I'm the type of person that like I love to know and then I love to let you know that I know. So like if you're like, what was the name of that? And I jump in with the uh, Top Gun. They're like, yeah, that's it. Now when I see people struggling with something, even if I know the answer, I let them struggle with it. And nine times out of 10, they figure it out. But it's so much fun. To just sit back and be like, I don't have to put out every fire. I don't have to rescue everyone. I don't have to help everyone. I don't have to jump in and be of assistance and show that I can do it and prove myself in every situation. Sometimes it's beneficial to allow things to happen as they may so much more fun sometimes right so just surrendering surrendering to the feelings and i and if you're like me you may feel guilty for resting but the all the work is for what pushing yourself pressuring yourself and then we die and then we die we go further if we take breaks. No one is running a marathon and then immediately running another marathon. No, they take time to recover. Now, there are stories of people who have run like, I don't know, 30 mar- marathons in 30 days. But that's 30 days. That's, they're not living their entire life like that. It's not, it's not sustainable. It's unsustainable. So when we're experiencing this inner winter, connect to your intuition. Allow, allow yourself to talk to yourself. I think a lot of times when we think about self-talk, the way it's been popularized, is It's like, I am wonderful, I am beautiful, I am everything, right? And the, the truth of the matter is, self-talk is really just taking time to have a conversation with yourself. It's not about gassing yourself up. It's not about hyping yourself up. It's not about saying you can do it. And you're amazing, and your your life is worth living. It's really about talking to yourself like you'd want your best friend to talk to you. I get in my car and I have extensive conversations with myself. Sometimes I have these conversations with my dad. You know, my dad passed away 10 years ago, and I'll just be talking to him. Like, dad, what you think about? X, Y, and Z, and I can't wait to take you here, and you know, yada, yada, yada. Self-talk is really a conversation with self. And I know that can be scary because you're like, uh, I don't really talk to myself too well. Yeah, and the reason why we, a lot of our self-talk can be negative is because we're just letting whatever play in the background. It's kind of like cutting a TV on, on any channel, and just letting it play. But when you decide to have a conversation with yourself, now you're engaged in the conversation instead of just letting the same loop play over and over and over and over again. If self-talk is a little too scary for you, we can also journal, go for a walk. All these different things that we can do to not, and this is not about ending or getting rid of the inner winter. It's about how do we make friends with it? How do we make it less scary for us? How do we bring down the pressure, bring down the pain, reduce the pain so that we can be with it? It's almost like a, a like a like a pit bull or rottweiler, and it's like barking at you, you know, in, in all, at all hours of the night and, and and threatening to hop over the fence. We don't have to uh, euthanize the dog or put it to sleep, it's like, how do we learn how to communicate with the dog so that it's no longer barking at us? So that we can walk up and pet it. But if we keep running away from these emotions, from the pain, avoiding the pressure, then we never really learn that, hey, you know what? This dog does not bark all the time. It doesn't bite everybody. It's not always angry. This dog is, is someone that, if I can establish a relationship with it, and I become more familiar to the dog, then me and the dog become friends. And maybe you don't become best friends, Right? The dog is like, we cool as long as you stay on that side of the fence. But now it's not barking at you. You're not afraid to walk by the dog. It's no longer threatening you. And you don't feel threatened by the dog. By the inner winter. Right? So if you need to unplug from social media... Allow yourself, really allow this time, if you feel like you're going through an inner winter, allow this time for you to do some receiving, whether that's through getting a, a massage, acupuncture, letting friends pay for your dinner, people taking you out, or so, even just if someone compliments you, say thank you like i i needed that i really appreciate you saying thank you that the beauty of a winter is that eventually it ends even in antarctica it's not winter year round there are periods of the month in antarctica where you can walk around and you know, a, a T-shirt and, and pants. I mean, you still might need boots. But it's not uh, a brutal winter year-round. So remember that. And be aware of that. What, what season are you in? And how does what does that mean for you and how you show up In the world in your relationships in your work life in your friendships maybe you have to change your routine during your inner winter period what do you need right now to feel supported and how can you provide that for yourself and how do you communicate and ask for that from others If you found any value from this episode, ask a seven-second favor. Share it with one other person, just one other person. And that way, you two then can have a conversation about this. Because conversations lead to connection. And when we feel connected, then it allows us to build a community. Thank you for being a part of this community. Thank you for tuning in. Remember, this podcast is not a substitute for you calling the 988 or any of the uh, suicide prevention numbers that, hotline numbers that are in each and every single one of the show notes. You can call, chat, text. If you need financial assistance, there's that also. Uh, No matter where you are in the world, India, the Philippines, Germany, there, are, there is help available for you. You can always go to betterhelp.com forward slash Leo to get your 10% off your first month and start working with a therapist today. That's right. Well, in the next 24 hours, not today. Next 24 hours. You can always go to thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one coaching with yours truly. Let's get to tomorrow together.